We are the two-star boys, we are the two-star boys, there are no two-star girls, there are no two-star girls. Graham, mm. this is 2019, we're both boys and girls, you should know that by now. Um, well, actually, I identify as neither a boy nor a girl, thank you. Well, you were just singing that you were the two-star boy, so clearly you do. Yeah, yeah you've got me by the uh, short and curlies there. Yep, short and curlies that both genders can have. Yes. Hey Dan, do you want to play Cock or Wall? Okay. Okay, right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Cock or ball? Ball. Oh, it was ball, yes. Early lead, yes. brilliant. Adam, cock or ball? Ball. It was ball. Wow, what a sensational start. One all. Okay, round two. Dan, cock or ball? <sighs> I hate myself choosing this, but cock. Oh, Dan. No, Dan, Dan, Dan. It was cock! Oh. oh! I pulled you the old... Um, mm. Who did that? You had me. Who used to do that? Someone used to pretend that somebody had got something wrong and they got it right. It wasn't Chris Tarrant, I don't think. Or was it? It was that old Noel Edmonds. Yeah. Adam Cockerball! Cock. Oh, no, it was ball. Four balls in a row. Come on. Follow the pattern. 2-1 to Daniel. This is the decider. Daniel Cockerball. Cock. It's cock. He wins. Yes. Uh, Adam, you're playing for pride now. Cock or ball? Cock. Jesus fucking Christ, Adam. 3 <laughs> 1. Yes, get in. We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin. But he escaped before he died and started listening. We plugged our microphones into the internet. And said loads of really dumb shit we regret Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're woke We want you to enjoy this but you won't So, um, do we have a driver? I can drive, I could probably edit it tomorrow if I, uh, if yeah, I apparently don't I'm, do any work I'm, um Overdue an episode, so I'm sorry about that. I a completely forgot, which is the main reason, and b I've got a shitload of master stuff to do for next weekend. Hang on, which been. episode are you overdue? One six nine, apparently. No, that's Chris. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, don't one six nine was Chris, and it will never happen because they don't have computers in Greece. Even though he took one with him, I guess I don't really. And there's absolutely no reason he couldn't do the edit. Um, apparently, the reason that he can't do it is because he has poor upload, but. That only appears to be in some of the places he's been, but he could still do the edit, and then when he finds somewhere with good internet, upload it. I mean, it, you would and think if he had started like the upload, sixty meg file. Yeah, if he so had started the upload a month ago, it, it would probably even, have even on dial-up, he could do it in a few hours. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, do we need to explain our prolonged absence? Um, I mean, that's more than the listeners deserve, but they probably will whine less if we do. Um, I was I was about to explain why it's been such a long time, but when you put it like that, um, fuck them. Just summer yeah. holidays. I mean, I will say it will probably be useful for my sake because honestly, I don't know anything, and I'm not entirely sure myself. <laughs> you just want a record, yeah? But you'll never l- listen back to this, and you'll immediately forget what happened. So it doesn't yeah, but there'll there'll be purpose. like a good twenty minutes when I do actually know, and I'll feel better for that. So I think one seven one hasn't been released yet. That's on me. I Which, will, I, my my goal is to do that this weekend. Okay. I think on that one, I was in a hotel room and we disappeared up our bum holes. Uh, I mean that that, that could be any. The two things are not related. Uh, yeah. I th- yeah. I think we we went to the emergency um, content dock and just talked about a lot of things we used to do when we were a lot better at podcast. And I think. In part for me, that's why we've been off for a month, because I've been listening back to some earlier episodes to populate the wiki, and it's Mm. made me feel very, very bad about um, (laughs) how we have approached, I would say, the last three years. I mean, yeah, like, there was a time when we had the Google Doc, and... Mm. a clear driving rotor, and expectations, and standards about... Literally anything. Um, the weirdest thing is, I think that now we're technically quite proficient. I think mm. um, 
if you if you can separate the medium from the content, I think yeah. we we're, we're quite good at the medium. Is that like now, separating the art from the artist? Kind of, yes. Except mm. um, the other way around. <laughs> It's sort of separating the art from the brush and the canvas. Yeah. It's more the mechanics of it. I think we're quite good at that now. We it's don't really high over... quality. It's an awful, awful painting, but really high quality paint. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like watching Mozart. Not Mozart, like a constable. He's a painter, right? Um, a police paint, officer, I think. Well, like paint like dick butt on a on a blank sheet of paper. Like you can Sorry. see all all of the care that's gone into painting dick butt, but it is ultimately dick butt. Sorry, what is what is dick butt? Um, it's just like a shitty cartoon slash meme of a penis with a butt at the back, and thus is called Dick Butt. Dick Butt. I mean, I wouldn't Google that. Ah, yeah, <laughs> knowyourmeme.com, sucking all the joy out of the internet since 1995. Yes. Uh, oh, okay, I have seen that. I didn't know that was called Dick Butt. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. Right, um, yes, uh... So, how do we, like, is it... Recapture our lost youth. Yes, that. Um, actually, I, I do have some news on the whole recapturing my lost youth, youth front, so um, that's exciting. Um, that, but, hang on a minute, that sounds dangerously like hashtag content. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it's not very good content, but it is content. Oh. Um, so, yeah, like, it, in, in your trawls of the archives and the exposure to when we were actually good... Well, no, is, right, hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey. sorry, adequate. Yeah, I did not Sufficient. say we were good. No, the thing is, we weren't even good, but we were trying. Yeah, we had enthusiasm. <laughs> so so, so it, it's, it's a sort of effort gap rather than like um, yeah, achievement a comedy gap, gap so, or I mean, a when, No, it's, it's like when you were at school and you got a grade for achievement and a grade for effort. Yeah. Okay, well, that brings me on to a rant, if you'd like to... Sorry, a rant, if you'd like to hear a rant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Dr. Garcia, who was the pedo that we referenced in an episode a few months ago... I thought okay. we, we were quite careful not... No, no, we did, didn't we? No, we didn't say who it was, but um, yeah, Dr. <laughs> well, Garcia... Yeah, so the Dr. Garcia, the moustachioed pedo from Bushy... Okay. No, from George Allett School. Um, as, the, as the two-star lawyer, I'd just like to say at this point, with regards to these allegations... I have no idea what I'm doing, so... Well, you just... went to a different school, so it's fine. Yeah, well, that's you're, true. Not yeah you're, you're not involved in this Bible. <laughs> uh, what was but I yeah. saying? No, throw out some accusations, it'll be fun. Okay, so what did he say? Oh, yeah, he used to say that it was stupid giving a grade for effort and for attainment. And his justification for that was you could get an E for attainment, but an A for effort. Mm. And that was stupid because, like, if a pilot was landing a plane and he crashed it, but he tried really hard, that wouldn't be... Uh, you know that that would still be he'd still crash the plane. And I mean, I, obviously, if you try really hard to crash a plane, you shouldn't be a pilot. Well, I think he wasn't trying to crash the plane. I think no, he was I think trying, he was trying to land, to crash just plane. awful yeah. at it. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So, which to me is a shit argument because that uh, pilot isn't forced to land a plane by the fact by law because he's under sixteen. So <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I mean, I mean, even by a, even by 2019 standards, that would be quite the twist. I mean, it is weird if, if national it service. Became, isn't yeah, it? it became mandatory under 16 to fly planes. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. You know, I hadn't chosen to do a biology lesson and spent seven years in training to to do that. Mm. So the fact that I was being forced to do it, no, if I my, showed some effort, then that should be applauded. But even my, if argument, I was my argument about it always came from a slightly different direction, which was that I used to get upset that I could get an A for achievement and an E for effort, and that was apparently bad. Yeah. No, it's, when it's, like it's demonstrably a good thing. Want. Yeah, precisely. It's, I, I put no effort well, in yeah. and did really well. I mean, mm. you could have put in an A for effort as well, and it, you wouldn't but, have got any more That's the point. Yeah, exactly. It would have been yeah. a wasted effort. Yeah. But I think a, a for effort is great, if it means that you get an A for attainment. If there's a direct correlation, perfect. Mm. If you would have got an A for attainment anyway, fuck the effort, don't matter. Precisely. But if you would have got an E for attainment, mm. regardless, then surely an A for effort is, is At least you've tried. Great. At least you've tried. Yeah. That's all anyone can ask, isn't it? So fuck Dr. Garcia, the pedo. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my entire school career it is basic, has basically been leading up to doing the po- two-star podcast in that it was always a solid D for effort, and then like oh, a yeah, yeah. B minus for achievements. Yeah, I'd like to caveat that by saying there is under no circumstances would I ever have got an A for effort. No, no, it, no. Uh, yeah. 
But I think, yeah, uh, early on, we were, you know, solid E for attainment. That's mm. that's fair. But I think we were pushing a, a B- minus at, at times for effort. I think we... Mm. No, I can I can argue that. Whereas yeah. now... I mean, it took I think... me fucking ages to episode, edit the episodes at the start when I actually, like, went to the end and cut mm. out all of the hiss. And, like, you still didn't and... listen to them. Well, no, because I was got too busy concentrating on... Cutting out all of my typing. You couldn't hear the. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that does remain a constant. Although it hasn't been any today. No, so, I, yeah. I genuinely have. There was got a, there was a brief dong. I think actually, well, yes. Yeah, no, the dong was just because I was messing around with my volume settings, and then when Chris messaged, I realised I turned up all the system notifications <laughs> to a hundred. Um, Chris and, sent a message, and Adam could hear your dong. <laughs> yes, literally. Um, uh, but yeah, no. Ever since I figured out to have an iPad nearby, which obviously doesn't make tapping noises when I want to Google random shit. Um, the typing's Genius. got much better. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, quite the innovation. I mean, we, we all accept that we can never stop you refusing to pay attention and just typing away. I'm oh, sorry, we've got things. a train going past. Oh, yeah, so. right, that, that's old school. That's, that's I mean, nice. I can't do anything about the trains. Although, yeah, having said that, them. if we, if we uh, time this properly, like, occasionally we get an old steam train come past here, Holy fucking shit. Yeah, they run the, the, all these kind of like uh, old nostalgia train services out of Victoria. So it's like proper proper steam Truly engines. Truly, and... it is the hipster capital of London. Oh, we t- could, totally um, it is. We could suck their steam ports. Fuck me. Might get our mouths burnt. I'm going to have to spend another thousand quid on therapy now. Thank you, Graham. So anyway, I think you know we are now probably a solid D for attainment. But I think the effort is... Well, let's be generous to ourselves. A C. What did I say? Was it was at best B minus before? B minus, so yeah, yeah. No, we're not. I, we're not touching C. Probably a I, D, but generally say, an F. Yeah, I'd say like D for effort because we've got. Hang on, is this like... is this an F on the American scale or an F on the UK scale? Well, it would be an N on the UK scale. Okay, I just, I just wanted to clarify oh, that whether it was simply one grade below an E or whether it was a complete failure. Yeah, generally, I mean, we we sometimes go down to a U. Because obviously, for our American listener, um, the the UK decided that uh, you know a mere A to E was not sufficient to express the full range of capabilities yeah. of mm. British students, which is why I believe at last count it went as far as G. Which one? Well, was... it's numbers now, isn't it? Yeah, well, they oh, changed God. it, didn't they? Because letters were too hard well, how for the, the students. Kids that can't count cope with that. Well, better for the children who can't do numbers, like... uh, do letters. Well, which yeah. is more common? Uh, I would know. imagine that illiteracy is more common than numeracy in terms of just basic counting. Obviously, you would you think so. More sophisticated, yeah. like I mean, when you have to put the symbols between the numbers. Surely, um, it's easier to get your head around a base ten system than a base twenty-six, isn't it? Well, yes. I mean, imagine being Greek. No, they've got less twenty-four, letters, aren't they? Fuck. Yeah, but they're okay. all mental. That I mean, is true. Well, fairness, actually, not all of them. Some of them are the same. Imagine oh, yeah. being Chinese, where they don't have letter they, letters; they draw pictures. Yeah. I don't understand how Chinese characters work because it's, it's not really even letters. It's like it's... each brushstroke is a different concept, isn't it? Like yes, and then yeah. you mix them together to effectively make a thing. But the thing can be different words in different contexts. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get all um... which, which to be fair, gives them some outstanding wordplay. Yeah, yeah. Which we can never truly appreciate. No, it's it quite interesting. One of one of the things that's that's quite weird is like watching esports. There's obviously a huge scene in China, and mm. there are a couple of guys in in the sort of Western scene who are Chinese, and they can kind of attempt to sort of translate some of the the like nicknames that players have and stuff. And they are just like the mo- like you know, there's like, you know, the the Western players will be like, you know, oh that, that's Big Dick Jim. It's like, why is he called that? Oh he's his name's Jim and he's got a big dick. And then the Chinese ones are like sixteen layers of wordplay that, you know, have this carefully constructed nickname that's evolved over like six years. Sixteen layers of big dicks. <laughs> sure, why not? And that's the episode title. <laughs> Sounds like Daniel's dream. So, um, I mean, let's not uh, disappear too far. Hey, we have almost just done an intro, and now we could play a sound effect and go into content, which is, I mean, after five years of this shit, yeah, that is the dream, isn't it? Hmm. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom. Welcome to the Two Star Podcast. Well, I actually have some pseudo-content. 
Can I do my content before I forget it? Of course you can. Okay. Please. Hang on, are guess. we having a fight over who does their content first? No, I've just said Dan can do it. No. Oh, it's okay. just like li- literally, I will forget what I was going to talk about. Fair enough. I well, start talking good. now before you do. Well, yeah, okay. I've got all of I've got both of your contents to think about and try and re- remember my content from last week. Okay, oh, so I'll yeah. try and do that. But I have a backup emergency content. <gasps> okay, Dan, off you go. Okay, so um, before it goes my rain, I um I have attempted to recapture my youth in that. Um... How did she escape? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trickery and guile and the passage of time. No. Um, so I have decided to take up a new sport. Oh. Um, if yeah. it's not kabaddi, fuck off. It's not kabaddi, but it is fuck something. Off. No, no, no. It's something almost as hipster. Okay. It's Dutch. Oh. Um, is it that thing where you have to, like, vault rivers on a pole? Fuck no. Um, it's called no. Corfball. Um, Corfball? Yeah, it's, it's the Dutch for basketball. And it's basically like halfway between basketball and netball. Um, K-O-R-F-F? K-O-R-F. F. Oh. Yeah. Hey, what's that. halfway between basketball and netball? Because netball is just basketball where you you're not allowed one to move leg. while you're holding the ball. You it, it is literally, the you're, ball. Allowed, you're allowed to move a bit more than you are in netball. Oh, not hopping then. But it's also, no. Um, no. But it's also uh, obligatorily mixed. So every team is like four boys and four girls. Um, which is obviously the reason I I get it there's the rub (laughs) I mean I don't I don't know I was going for the ball you're not allowed to guard the opposite sex so you know opportunities for but you've never been allowed to play by the rules no true I would cheat religiously holy shit Um, I found a very very excited video yeah yeah, it, it's one of those like a sports code has the advantage that unlike joining say a football team or a rugby team or something where half the people have been playing since they were like two no one knows how to play corfball because it's weird and Dutch so mm. everyone's equally shit at it um, but yeah so it's also into the ground floor yeah, yeah. Um, so it's got, it's fun um, but yeah I uh, I recaptured my youth in I went along to the first training session a couple of weeks ago and they said oh Great. Um, come every week. That'll be fun. Um, but also, it's one of our friends' birthdays at the weekend. Um, we're doing a barbecue. So I um, went along on Saturday and um, basically spent eight hours sitting around in the park, barbecuing things, playing volleyball, and drinking beer out of plastic bottles. Lovely. Yeah. Classy. It was great. But that, that wasn't your youth. Your youth was wanking. My entire existence is wanking. I mean, that's just a, <laughs> okay. that's just a basic constant of Daniel. Fair play. Did you have wank in the park? Well, no, I don't want to get arrested. Mm. Not again. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, um, so how did this recapturing of your youth pan out? It was really good fun. Did you fail to get off with any girls? Yep. Ah, those were the days. <laughs> Brilliant. So, what did you barbecue? We never uh, barbecued anything when we were young in parks. Well, no, parks. true, because there wasn't really facilities. Actually, the park near me is, um, well, yeah, the park near me is really good because they've got, like, these basically barbecues on massive steel spikes that they've hammered into the ground. So if you get there early enough, there's just a barbecue and you can barbecue shit in the park. Sorry, you say on a steel spike? Well, like a metal pole with a spike on So it's basically a permanent barbecue that lives there. So there's a pole with it's, a barbecue on top of it? Yeah. That sounds dangerous. Well, no. I'm assuming it's like, you know, sort of waist height and not. Yeah, yeah. No, but even so, a pole. Well, I assumed you were going to say like a brick thing that you could put a, um, like a disposable I can't imagine it's on. any more dangerous no, no, than it, like it's, it's the literally... gym equipment in parks yeah. that's just like... Yeah, it, it's literally a yeah. steel barbecue okay. on a steel pole in the ground. Granted, but you tend not to set the, the gym equipment on fire. Mm. Well, this is the thing, well I mean, there's... you haven't seen most of the is parks he... in Birmingham. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he, he in London, I yeah, take your point. Yeah. I don't know, I can't picture a barbecue pole. I would always yeah. want a solid, um, at least four legs. No, it is very, like, very At least thick. four? Yes. Six is fine. Six, I'll take six. Eight, eight barbecue legs for a barbecue substantial spider. barbecue. Yes. Um, uh, you know, I, I get that you won't have wheels, that would disappoint me, but... I, you know, it is a permanent fixture. That's fine. I just a, a pole seems. Um, it just seems like it's asking for trouble. No, because like it's you know it's designed for London parks, and so it's basically affixed to survive bombing, stabbing, mm. shooting, 
all that kind of crap. And you're just allowed to go there. Yep. So you say it's a permanent barbecue. Is it a grill? Yeah, it's a. What, so you it, go with your own charcoal and you just yeah, use yeah. a grill. Wow. Yeah. There's a park in Wakefield that is like a water sports lake thing, mm. and they have um, like bricked up enclosures just with a shelf on that you can take a disposable barbecue and, uh, and oh, barbecue nice. on. Mm. But I've, I hadn't ever envisaged that one could have an actual grill. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I mean, obviously, you have to be quite brave to just like randomly start barbecuing on this thing that has been out in the elements in the park all week. Well, not really, because, I mean, every now and then... I mean, you are setting fire to it. Yeah, I mean, the first barbecue of the summer here, I always mm. have to burn off all of the mould that has accumulated over the winter. Oh, fair enough. But you close the lid, stick all the burns on full, come back 20 minutes later, and that's basically yeah. sanitary, I assume. Uh yeah. Probably check. Um, nobody's died. Yeah. No, I mean, I managed to successfully um, barbecue some chicken wings on it, which was really good. Uh, were they attached to the chicken? They were not. Well done. Yeah. I obviously cheated and just got pre-done, well, not sort of pre-marinated chicken wings from the butcher. Um, yeah. Because I am an inveterate hipster. Of course. Um, yeah. Did you do any halloumi? No, to my Shit eternal barbecue. shame. I know. Yeah, no. Shit barbecue. I will not go to a barbecue that doesn't have halloumi now. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. There was halloumi, but there were also vegetarians. So I deferred to the vegetarians no. having the halloumi. No, it was fucking no, nice they could eat. no. They don't get. They don't get bonus things because halloumi is better than meat. They've chosen to have things that are worse than meat. Mm. If they want to have halloumi, that is a loophole where they can have something better than meat, but they are at the back of the queue. Yeah, no, I mean, if I'd been feeling properly assertive, I think I would agree with you. Um, it's very, it's very assertive and accurate stance. Um, but you want to shag one of them? No. I mean, yes, obviously, but, like, not any specific ones of them. Um, well, I didn't say you wanted to shag a specific one, Daniel. I have met you. Although not, normally my pattern is that I, w- I will find someone to fixate on and want to shag them until they reveal themselves as utterly insane or utterly uninterested in me. Hang on a minute. The utterly insane sounds like a story I haven't heard. Mm. I mean, most of them fall into the completely not interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Honest. Stop deflecting. Who um, was who was utterly right, insane? What happened? I feel like it's a bit unpleasant to talk about someone I've met and be like, "Yep, yeah, that bitch crazy." Okay. On a scale of one to ten, what do you think is the likelihood of her listening to this? If it's ten, that's even better. <laughs> no, like one. But right, so it doesn't matter. So you'd have to name her or him. I'm not going to judge. Um, you've never put your dick in crazy. Well, no, I haven't. That's the problem. Oh, I see. Wow, she was crazy. That's his objective. <laughs> okay, what, what was crazy about her? Um, Look, no names long, or places. I it was a long time ago. Your reticence. I, I like the the recent three. I think have all just been nope. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I get the uninterested thing. I can relate. Mm, Don't worry about that. Yeah. But I've, you know, I, I just went out with a crazy girl for four years instead, and then had to extricate myself. Yeah. So I, you're already winning. True. True. Um. Did she? Um, oh, hang on a minute. So this is weird. So crazy, but you didn't put your dick in her. Yeah. Because she didn't want you to. Yeah. Which obviously is crazy. I take your point. But <laughs> also, I was. I no, can't... she could. She could. Yeah. Okay. So this was at law school. Um, okay. And seemed very sane and very pleasant at the start. And there was also a healthy dose of no, not interested. Yeah. Um, not your yeah. first rodeo. Yeah, um, but no, like, so we basically did the first year of law school together and um, ended up uh, living together because we were, the places we were going for the second year were quite next near to each other. Um, when you and, say living together, is this in a Joseph Fritzl kind of arrangement or...? Well, yes, which... except I was the, I was the kind of um, innocent, trapped person in, in this scenario. Okay. Um, she... Okay, so she trapped you and you wanted to put your dick in her but still didn't? Yes, I don't understand. Well, because, you know, in an abusive relationship, the one doing the abusing doesn't give the abusee what they want, do they? Oh, ah, right, okay. So, 
when we say like Joseph Fritzl, yeah, she wasn't keeping you as a sex slave. She was keeping you as... Oh, just a general locked in the basement kind of thing. Okay. So yeah. she was like controlling but not putting out? Yeah. I can't understand. Have, have you not encountered controlling by not putting out? It's it's a very common genus as far as people Daniel is attracted to goes. But that, to me, I don't see the distinction between uninterested and that. Well, yeah, but it, it's uninterested but with a side of crazy. What? But how did the crazy manifest itself? Well, basically, she just introduced us to um, a random third person in the flat uh, who moved in together who was utterly fucking bananas. Yes. Um, and then she fucked him, but not you. No, no, her. Ooh! Yeah, that's what you'd think. That's what you'd think. But oh, no. hang on a second. I remember you telling me a tale about having lived with some lesbians. Is this the... No. Is this... No, in question. oh Christ, no, them. Um, no, this is no. They these two didn't turn out to be lesbians in the end. Um, oh. They were just crazy and it, like incredibly close, and then pissed each other off enormously, um, and it all fell apart. Okay, so, so when you're saying crazy, I'm thinking that maybe a better word would be a twat. Actually, yeah, no, that is probably a better word. Yeah, I think crazy, crazy has certain connotations. Um, mm. So, but she was just a dickhead. That's fine. I can yeah. I can relate to that. I understand now. Yeah, yeah. I apologise for pushing you on that. No, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm tell pro- us about I'm... the ropey lesbians that you lived with at university. They weren't ropey. They were lovely. Um, you said they were ropey. I wouldn't have used those words. Um, I think you said... When did you tell me this? Right. A long, long time ago. But you okay, s- so they, they fitted a stereotype, an unkind stereotype of lesbians. Um, in that they were both reasonably butch. Um, okay. Right, so when I say ropey, I mean unattractive. I, uh, maybe you used that's a bad word to use, perhaps. but Yeah, like I really you, like both of them. Because I understand the, the, the loaded sort of yes. fantasy of les- living with lesbians. And yeah, yeah. all you've told me about it is that, no, it is not that. No. So, for instance, they were... Um, they were very much into their sort of uh, tie, tying up and spanking and all that kind of stuff. Um, and unfortunately, one of them had Rainer's disease, where obviously you can lose some of the circulation in your fingers, um, which on one occasion involved me having to go in and untie one of them. One, they weren't exactly in the middle of it, but had been in the middle of it and then couldn't get out again. Which was... <laughs> <laughs> and her fingers were where? Well, no, her fingers were fine because she'd come to got out of the room to come get me. But the one who couldn't come she'd... out, obviously, yes. <laughs> oh, was... <laughs> so, so she came to and said, "Daniel, in chick- Adam, I'd, I think I'd like to role play this. Would you like to be Daniel or I, what's the lesbian's name? I, no, let's let's give her a name, Heather. Heather. Okay, Heather. Yeah, don't name her. Jesus Christ, Sorry. Daniel. You're the your legal department. So well, Heather and I think." Um, What's a good name for the other ropey butch lesbian? Um, maybe um, Shauna. Sure. Is okay. That a real so name? I don't know. Um, so who would you like to be in this? Would you like to be? I mean, we don't need to know about Shauna's name um, because it's just Heather coming to speak to Daniel about mm. to get herself out of this predicament. Yeah. I mean, I, I can. I think I can put myself in in Daniel's uh, yep. headspace. Well, it, yes. Okay, fine. I don't want to, but I think I can. <laughs> so, um, the beginning of the scene, Daniel is um, sitting in his room, Heather Wanking. runs in. Well, I was going to say, Heather runs in, Daniel instantly covers up his uh, crotch and just says, I was just watching some films. I mean, I think it's like slammed the lid of the laptop down, but yeah, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Carefully. <laughs> Dan, 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 um, I've got a bit of a problem. Uh, what's the matter? Um, right. A bit embarrassing. Um, you know this disease that I've got, which Dan says is obvious but no one's ever heard of, but for some reason it makes me... <laughs> yes, yeah, what, that what, what happens? It makes my fingers go numb. Yeah, so it's basically poor circulation in your extremities. Okay. So, like, imagine just having pins and needles in your fingers constantly. That is not Ooh, a disease that, that needs a name. Well, Google That it. sounds horrifying. Okay, uh, so Dan... <laughs> I've got pins and needles in my hand. I mean, that's a little more extreme than usual, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I've got terrible pins and needles, Dan. And um, I can't, you know, do certain 
fine motor skills uh, such as maybe sewing would be out, um, crochet, and as another example, maybe uh, loosening some bonds. I see. So, uh, I know it might sound weird, and I totally get it. If you say no, you don't don't feel obliged. But could you come and untie Shauna? I mean, this is actually shockingly close. <laughs> There's also a number of objects I will need you to remove from orifices. Okay. <laughs> now you've gone off script, Graham. They're quite fiddly. Uh, should I wear the blindfold? If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> so, and then, I mean, so you did this, and you know, you're a good Samaritan, so you freed um, a bound lesbian... Mm-hmm. How regular was this? Once. Oh, oh okay. You made it sound and like it was just a regular occurrence. Yeah, be yeah. Like every Friday. No, 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 Christ, no. And your reward for doing this was never speaking of it again. Not maybe watching next time. No. But from what you've said, you wouldn't have wanted to watch. Indeed not. So you had not to least listen because I lived with them. Mm. So you had to listen to this hot lesbian action going on. In the room next to you, sure. And you, well, it's not that you couldn't do anything about it. You didn't want to do anything about it. You weren't disgusted by it because you know you're not a monster. But mm. also, you didn't ever want to go in and say, "Look, you know, I know you two chicks are into into the gash." But no, I did not ever want to do that. Yeah, which is sort of you know, I appreciate you were in a difficult situation, but it does make me angry that you never tried. But also, I haven't seen these ladies. So, you know, it you know puts you in a very difficult situation because you've either got to go home and listen to this happening, or you've got to go to the pub and your mates call you a dickhead for not going and joining in, even though you wouldn't have wanted to, even if it were an option. Or alternatively, I go home and listen to Born Strand It Out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's no wonder that you ended up just moving in with a crazy girl who wouldn't fuck you. I mean, there's other reasons as well, but sure, yes. Yes. So, I mean, you know, at the risk of um, not bullying, because I don't think I'm bullying you, but um, maybe just making you very, very sad and, um, mm. you know, um, gleefully uh, wading in on your pain, I think our listeners are owed a Project Sexy Time update. It's your project, not mine, mate. <laughs> okay. I see you are going to be precisely as willing to engage <laughs> as you were when we discussed this over Hangouts. You, you are an expert project manager here, Graham. It's up yes, to you yes. to make to get the best use out of the resources. I'm one of the resources in this project. I think I'm not in I any way at this point order. you may just need to uh, cut your losses and accept that you're, you're just going to have to can the project. I, I, no, I don't think no. it's viable. The project I think, is the, entering I think the scope has changed too dramatically since the beginning, um, and it's just—I mean—the timescales have slipped horrendously. Yes, and the deliverables okay, you... now are possibly entirely unachievable. No, I fundamentally disagree with you on every point. I think timescales and budget are way out, but we're sort of at the point of no return. That if we don't see this through to the bitter end. <laughs> um, it was all of just a waste of everybody's time. So we we yeah, are where so we are. The sunk costs here, Graham. Like you've got to accept. Like just because we've sunk a lot of time and effort into this project, doesn't mean that we have to keep going when it's no, futile. That is not how projects work. Sorry, I defer to the expert project managers yes. of the group. So the project, I agree. The scope has changed. I think the deliverables are. Eminently more there. I think there are fewer blockers for a start. Well, that is true. Um, I think the risk register has many, many new items <laughs> to be considered, but none yeah, are insurmountable. I think. Um, I think. So, who was the sponsor? Was that us? Was that I mm. really lost? No, well, I, I think, think basically, was. Graham, you've unilaterally allocated yourself as SRO, project lead, um, and delivery team. So, I, I am absolutely not the delivery team, which is. I think a big part of the problem. <laughs> the problem is the delivery also a team great is euphemism. <laughs> oh, in that case, the delivery team is an open rebellion. So, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. This is the problem. It's, you've got the project side down. It's the management side that you're struggling with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you considered firing... resource issues. Firing the project team and, and outsourcing it? Um, I think that would be a massive uh, change to the project scope. I mean, obviously I've considered that every step of the way. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's, you know, you have fundamentals, don't you? So I don't think we can change that. We are where we are with the with that. Mm. So, I mean, before we progress, I appreciate mm-hmm. that on the risk register we do have to acknowledge that the project, not target, um, objective. Victi- objective, yes, um, has listened to at least half of one episode. Do we think that is something that is ever likely to repeat? Which one's listened to half of one episode? I don't know. They're your mates. Oh, yeah, no, that one, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. That was very definitive. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we're in the clear there. We're not going to breach anyone's um, GDPR. So we can openly discuss yes, the project. that's how it works. It only, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's only a breach the GDPR if you find out about <laughs> it. <can> listen, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, you explain to me how GDPR works if that isn't it. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it should be abundantly clear at this point that I have no idea how GDPR is and I just use it to justify not doing things I don't want to. So, the project scope, where we last left it was that the... Uh, the project objective had become blocked by <laughs> a rival project. Um, yeah, a project from a competitor. Yeah, and it looked like it was probably a you know it looked like it was probably going to come to an unsatisfactory conclusion. However, that tender process, we understand, has uh, has failed, and the tender went ahead. The project went ahead. Um, all was looking well, and then. Some months in, the project reached uh, a unexpected termination, breach of contract, whatever you want to call it. And now, I appreciate that you don't see this in the same way as I do, but for me, Project Sexy Time is very much back on. Nope. So, you are having to comfort one of the parties. Mm-hmm. The other party is uh, not contactable. Mm-hmm. But we haven't established why you are persona non grata with that subject. No. So as I recall, you were friends with both. Yes. They then became lovers while yes. you uh, and they attempted to set up a spin-off project sexy time where I don't think they dedicated appropriate resource to this project. Nothing came of it, as far as we know. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. Um, but that partnership has dissolved, and one of the parties has come crawling back to Unky Danda... No, that sounds weird. Has <laughs> <laughs> come crawling back to her... I mean, I think that just that mention of Anki de- has yes. basically destroyed. No, 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 because she'll never hear this, <laughs> so it's fine. Yes, but I will. <laughs> What's your problem? You'll, you'll forget it in a half an hour. Look, your dick will do the thinking for you when it. When this could be a problem, your dick will take over, and I guarantee it will not be an issue until afterwards when it's really not my problem anymore. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're one of those project managers who delivers the project and then immediately leaves. Oh, and that's yeah, it. yeah, everything well, off probably, that is someone else's issue. Probably slightly before I deliver it. As long as I know <laughs> it's about to happen, I'm happy to just hear a success report. I don't need to be present. <laughs> well, that's probably I just. I don't well need in to be there case. for sign off. Um, <laughs> if, Dan, if I can just just get your signature, Dan, Jan, just, can you just just sign this for me? I do not I, want I the project out- feedback. <laughs> I point out the, I've committed none of my um, project updates or anything to paper. So the uh, retrospective no paper. is going to be fucking weird. There is there is no evidence to tie Lessons me to the learned. project at all. Mm. So anyway, this this uh, the dissolution of this partnership has resulted in one of the parties um, needing to cry on your shoulder. Yes, and I understand that this happens between. Three and four months ago, I think we managed to establish some. Well, we had we had to be bef- 
had to be after April. I mean, I honestly have no idea because that was when uh, the uh, the naked jogging yes. lost keys yes. incident okay. occurred. Yes. Look, I'll be brutally honest. I have completely confused the timeline here, so I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Right. Okay. Has any time travel been involved? <laughs> I mean, not as far as I know, but okay. it would explain the gaps in my memory. Well, I think we can probably save this then. If, if time travel's involved, the whole thing's fucked. Yeah, you've got no chance. Yeah. Paradoxes alone just oh, make God. it plausible. I'm not getting into any time right, travel. In that case, time travel was involved. Yeah, nice try. I have magic time travelling underpants. Nice try, Dan. Um, if that was true, then... Uh, I don't know. No, no, I, I can prove I, it. I, I travelled through time at the beginning of the podcast to uh, retrospective... Re- Retrospectively reallocate one six nine to um, Chris instead of me. Hmm. Well, I mean the facts check out. They do. Yeah. I still believe that you would use your time travel abilities for evil and not for good. That is definitely the case. Yeah, it's a very minor evil, but it is evil. Yes, but the, in terms of this project, I think your intentions are pure. What? I don't. I think in this terms of this project. I don't think this project is evil. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, but my intention is evil in that I want to sabotage it at all costs. <sighs> anyway. I don't know, Dan. You're willing to sacrifice your own happiness just to see Graham fail. Yes, Look, 100%. You, Have you not you, met me before? <laughs> you, you could be in a position where you could be doing the hibbity-dibbity and you would not have sex with a lady just to spite me. I mean, honestly, at this point, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, next time you do have sex with a lady, I hope my face is present in your mind <laughs> and you have to walk away from that. Because I will consider that a victory, regardless uh... of your intentions. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, if that happens, I will obviously let you know because it will be hilarious. But, oh, be um... lovely, yeah. So, anyway... Um, Right, no time travel's been involved. At some point since April... I mean, we can't rule it out. But okay, No, okay, fine. but we'll we'll make an assumption that it hasn't happened yeah. until we've been proven otherwise. Yeah. So, three to four months ago, Ish. this this breakup happened, and is it still... Um, is it still quite raw? Is it still... Yes. There's still a lot of sobbing, because for me, you being the... It would be a lot easier, Dan, if you were gay... I mean, yes, that would you are 100%. You're filling all the stereotypes 100%. of the gay best friend here. Certainly, some except that you've factors, got if... wicked intentions. But she knows. I them, don't so have wicked intentions. This is the you point. Do. But she knows about your wicked intentions, doesn't she? So actually, no. Have you this not is reviewed the project her. plan? You clearly do, Dan. Like no, it's, it's listed as your responsibility. Yeah. So yes, she's... but as you may have noticed, I'm really shit at delivery. So I think three to four months of sobbing on the manly shoulder of a sexy guy. Um, is enough time that I you mean, should be... if I had a manly shoulder or was a sexy guy, that okay. might... Three to four months of sobbing onto the pudgy shoulder of uh, of Dan. I think, you know, she it must be starting to form in her mind that maybe you've done a lot for her and you've been there for her and she owes you, at the very least, a hand job. That's a really horrible basis to have sex with someone. Okay, granted, but this isn't fucking, um, I don't know, uh, oh, that would have been a better sentence if I knew where it was going. Um, <laughs> the good life, this is real life, mate. This is, you know, nobody wants to have a pity hand job, but we'll all fucking take one. I mean, would you. It's not even a pity hand job at that point, it's a gratitude hand job, and you should fucking appreciate it. For what it is. Mm. So I think I. I mean, again, I think, there is there is the lesbianism aspect in play no, as well. Bisexuality. Stop being pessimistic. <laughs> Stop talking down <laughs> your penis. <laughs> well, that phrasing, please. Yes. Okay. Stop doing anything down your penis, frankly. Um. No, lesbianism is too absolute. Let's be let's be optimistic here. So she's been crying on your shoulder for some months. Now she should probably be, you know, getting over it because they weren't going out that long, were they? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Um. So she should be, you know, starting to think. Oh, it's time I moved on. 
I tried, I tried ladies. Maybe I'll uh, give lovely Rotund chaps a try. Oh look, here's my good friend Daniel. He's been so good to me. Maybe if I, uh, maybe just, just the tip. See how it feels. And then you're in. No. So, yes, but we'll save that argument for another time because that, <laughs> you know, just because you're not a willing participant, that's that's more your problem than mine. Um, <laughs> it's very much your problem, I'm afraid. So, you are where you are with that. That's fine. That that project is going well if you would only engage with it. Um, it's the other party that I'm more interested in because she has. So he or she has cut ties with subject A, mm-hmm. uh, who you are currently wor- working your wicked way with, um, mm. but also cut ties with you. Mm-hmm. So what have you done to deserve this? Mm. So I think you're the you, you're the wrong party here. Why is she uh, why is she taking it out on you? Does she suspect that you have taken a side, and she resents you for that? I have no idea. Because you could be working both sides. Well, I self-evidently can't. Well, no, well, you should be working both sides. And with the appropriate wingmanship and coaching, I think you could be. But it's been three or four months, and we only just learned about this last week. Do you yeah, think we need, perhaps we need your reaction to this is meetings. why it's taken three to four months for me to talk about it? No, I think it's because you've forgotten about it. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, that's equally likely. No, fair, fair. So why why has um, why has subject A blanking you? I don't know. Well, I think maybe we've got a mystery we need to solve then. Well, if you can solve it, go right ahead. Give me a phone number and I'll I'll sort no. this <laughs> to the mystery machine. Yes. So is it worth pursuing this line of inquiry any further? No. Oh, I just flogging a dead horse. Yes. Much as you are flogging your dead horse every time she Indeed. cries on your shoulder. <laughs> Go on, she'll flog it if you just ask nicely. Look, I don't like to say it, but all relationships are about balance of power. And you are currently the one holding the power. And you know it. And I appreciate that you're trying to be a gentleman by not exploiting it. But also I say to you, for fuck's sake, Daniel, you've got to exploit something at some point. Mm, yeah. No. Come on, just just one hand job. <laughs> Come on, what's I mean, the worst that could happen? Prefer not to speculate. Uh, pun, speculate, mm, ejaculate. Really work. It's a bit <laughs> tenuous at best. It's a bit of a stretch. Maybe that's why he doesn't want the hand job. Zing. Mm. Okay, well, let's abandon this then. Um, Yay. Not abandon the project. The project is very much back on. And I think it has a much better chance of success than it did say, six months ago. If only well, you would be willing to realise that and um, not exploit like, a Graham, sad girl. Like your your stakeholder management skills here could use a refresh. You're not a stakeholder, mate. I very much am. No, you're not. You're the stake. <laughs> and if I get my way, she will be the holder. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's a good thing that you won't, isn't it? Okay, so here's a segue... Um, sound effect, and then Adam will do his content. Yay! Do you like robots? Do you like wanking? Then you'll love roboticwankingclaws.com. Right now, you can get £10 off by using the code 2STARPODCAST. So, I have spent the last two weeks trying to get uh, my daughter's bedroom redecorated. Um, And what started out as a fairly straightforward project has become increasingly fraught um, fraught as is a good word a series yeah. of things that frankly I should have expected but also couldn't realistically have expected have cropped up um, and at this point I think I'm looking at about doubling my planned budget as the project uh, board for Project Sexy Time I can really relate to this Yes. Um, So we started out, we knew, because the roof leaked about two years ago, we had it Mm. repaired, but it damaged the ceiling boards, so we knew we were going to have to have the ceiling boards pulled down and reboarded, because it's quite a low roof, because it's a flat roof, and you couldn't overboard it, because it would just bring the ceiling down too much. It's like, okay, we know we're going to have to strip out the boards and reboard it, it's going to be expensive, it's going to be messy, but it needs doing. So, okay. So... 
we arranged to have it all done, and they came in and they stripped all. The, they stripped the walls and they took out this little really shit corner cupboard that was built in. That was kind of all it was doing was just collecting damp. Um, and they were going to come back the next day and do the ceiling. And then I noticed that right in the corner of the room where the door is, kind of like between the door frame and the the wall, kind of painted and fairly well hidden, was a piece of um, plastic trunking around from the ceiling to the floor. I was like, what's what's behind that? Because why would there be trunking on the wall? Like, who puts... Like, there's obviously some cabling, but what is mm. it? Um, is it maybe phone cable or aerial cable? Because they had, like, phone points and aerial points in most of the rooms. Sorry, phone points? Yeah. They had... Like, the previous owners had, like, phone points in, in almost every... Bedroom. Phone? Sorry, I thought you said foam. As in, it's foam, like, like as there was, in fire suppressors. Yes, it, and that, that's what I was sort of like. Uh, okay, no, that's extreme, like that. but... No, yeah. I thought, so, like, a phone party... Also yeah. really cool. So I, I cut. It was all painted shut. So I cut it open, peeled it off, and it was mains cable. Ooh. So there is mains cable that was going from the ceiling, so the roof basically, all the way down, okay. and then disappeared behind the skirting board. Interesting. And so mystery called, called an electrician oh. and said, "Like, please, can you come and sort this shit out?" Was that Daniel's dong? It was Daniel. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the electrician came out Sorry, and, <laughs> like, as far as he could tell, there was no power running through it. Like he could, as in, like he couldn't detect any power from the from outside the cable with the like inductive tester thing. Did he put so his he tongue to, on it? No. Hmm. So he had to cut it in order to test it, and it's like there's a very very low current going through it, low enough that it wasn't being picked up by the inductive tester. But we have no idea what it is that it's powering. It's being powered from the upstairs lighting circuit. So it goes from the loft, although he couldn't find where, because it's right in the... Fucking hell, Dan! It's right in the corner of the roof. So he couldn't get there to find out where the cable went. So there's a mystery cable that comes from somewhere in the loft, goes down the bedroom wall, disappears behind the skirting board, and then we don't know what happens to it. But my suspicion is it probably ends up in the kitchen, because we've got like a suspended wooden ceiling in the kitchen. So my guess is it's probably up there somewhere, but I have no idea what it is that it's... Like he said, it's probably some kind of sensor or passive device that's very low current. But fuck knows what it would be in the ceiling of the kitchen that's being powered from the loft on the upstairs lighting circuit. So we've now got this mystery cable that our only solution to it at the moment is bury it in the wall and plaster it up and just pretend it doesn't exist until we come to do the kitchen and hope we identify it when we do that. So we finally got all that sorted. Well, I say sorted, hidden in the wall, so we don't have to think about it. Mm. And the guys came out to do the roof, to the, the ceiling, pulled down all the ceiling boards. Roof void is full of wasps. Oh, fun. <laughs> so we've got a roof full of wasps. So then we had to get a pest control out to come and uh, gas all the wasps and, and stick them in a bin bag and throw them away. Um, so... At the moment, we're running like a week and a half behind the schedule. I've now mm. got the plasterers coming on Saturday to yeah. finish the plastering because there wasn't any other time they could do it. And I mean, to be honest, I'm quite glad it was wasps because it could have been like a body or like chemical waste or like, I mean, I knew I was going to find something up there. And wasps is probably one of the least bad things it could have been. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. So maybe the cable was powering the wasps. Uh, well, it's possible. I have to get the electrician back out, see if there's still power going through it now the wasps are gone. Mm. So presumably he cut the cable to test it. And then had to join it back up again. Could but be a when, fire alarm. But when he cut it, nothing stopped working. Nope. So Good. He yeah. had to cut it, uh, rejunction it with a tester in, and then basically... One at a time, flip all the circuits on the dis- on the the consumer unit until he found out which one it was connected to. So we knew where it was coming from. And you say there was a low current going through it. How yeah? How many amps? I don't know. The electrician wasn't. Here. I wasn't here when the electrician was you doing it. You haven't seen work. a report. No. Um, but he said he said it was low enough that it was low enough that it wasn't. He couldn't pick it up from out from outside the cable with the the tester. So I don't know what the threshold for those things is, but it'll be milliamps. Um, and he said, "I said he said it's probably a sensor of some kind. I don't know whether maybe there's like because it used to be the garage, the kitchen. 
Mm. So I'm wondering whether it's like an alarm sensor or something like that. that they were just like, I oh, you know, let's just you know board this up in the ceiling and pretend it's not there, but not deal with the power. But also, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense because there's power in the kitchen. There's a lighting circuit in the kitchen. There's a you know a ring main in the bedroom and a light. It's like why? It looks like they were like because the the wall there's an external wall between the kitchen and the rest of the house and between the bedroom and the rest of the house because of where the extension is, and it's like. They obviously did it to get... So they didn't have to drill through the external wall. They're like, oh, we'll just drop it down from the roof. Mm. But it's like, there was already power in all of those rooms. They didn't need to run a stupid cable from the loft down the bedroom wall into the kitchen roof space. I mean, wasn't your house basically just literally bodges stacked on top of bodges? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, that's why it doesn't surprise me. It just confuses me because a lot of the stuff is just done badly by clearly incompetent people who were mm. doing it as cheaply as possible and didn't know how to do it properly. Like it's not even like they did it on the cheap; they did it on the cheap and badly. But most of the stuff is just like, oh, I can see why they did this. They were just lazy and stupid. Mm. But this is just confusing because I can't understand why you would do it. So until I know what it is that it's attached to. I don't know. Mm. Um, I'm hoping we're not going to find any more wasps. Yeah, um, I hope. So I've now got to wait for the plasterers to do their plastering, so I can then get the guy out to do the wallpapering, and then I've got to sweat a carpet. And yeah, I think the whole thing's going to cost me nearly three grand. Ouch! I think yep. you spoil that child. Well, yeah, she getting rid of like the wasps. It. She better fucking like it. I can, I yeah. can tell you that much. Mm. Um, so she's been sleeping in the spare room for the last like week and a half, and is going to be sleeping there for another like week and a half. I think presumably children. this disrupts her sleeping and yeah oh yeah yeah I mean she's not too bad to be fair the first couple of nights she fell out of the bed because mm. um, it's quite a lot higher than hers and bigger um, but she's got used to it now it's mostly okay so is this related to why you have not slept for one week uh, no that was before that the the lack of sleep was mostly before they'd started doing any of the bedroom stuff that was just a series of like really horrendous things like like police helicopters, uh, like police, book. yes, like police helicopters and foxes shagging and like Charlotte falling out of bed twice and you know just everything kind of. And it got to the point where on Tuesday last week I was driving home from work and I was really like physically struggling to stay awake and keep my eyes open. And it got to the point at like halfway where I genuinely thought I just need to stop and possibly have a nap because I don't want to like crash and kill a load of people on the mm. M42 that would be impolite yes. um, but I just about made it home and just, I went straight to bed and, and then I couldn't sleep because there was uh, drilling and uh, cars revving up and down the road and ice cream vans that have decided to circulate around our house um, so it was just like that didn't help me at all and I was just so tired that I just I couldn't I don't, but I had to keep. I, I didn't think I should take a day off work for being tired, so I had to kind of slog my way through work on Wednesday and Thursday, and I was just dead. Mm. And basically spent the weekend asleep. So did you not consider just abandoning this life, writing it off, and saying I'm going to start a new one afresh somewhere else that I can sleep? Well, yeah. Where would I go? Uh, Where's good for sleeping? Walsall. Not really. I mean, it's the the gunshots and screaming. Redditch. Not a big improvement. Solihull. Uh, Solihull's quite nice. Actually, it's a hey, nice house in Solihull. Go. Be go close to in, work. Go and live in Solihull. Um, and and by all accounts, I'm not. I've not been fired this afternoon. So. Oh yes. So you had some restructuring. Yeah. Well, we've we, they've 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 had this transformation project that's been going on for like five years at this point, and last year they announced a bunch of redundancies, and then. We got an email at the end of last week talking about one of the other teams that had been was being restructured and they was like splitting it in half and merging one of the halves with another part of the business and you know please be sensitive with your with the other employees during this difficult time which you know is the standard euphemism is because a load of them are being made redundant and then we got this this meeting request sent to us at like eleven o'clock for a restructuring update after lunch in one of the meeting rooms. Um, and so everyone automatically assumed they were about to make a load of redundancies and probably fire all the contractors and all the rest of it. But it didn't happen. 
Um, they're just they're just moving us under a different part of the business. So mm. when you found when you heard the good news, did you have to retrieve any turds that you had deposited? Uh, no, that's that's very much uh, not my uh, my Hello. mo. What would um, you do? You know, most of most of my stuff is is uh, highly automated and easy to deactivate in the I event see. of uh, non-firing. So is it a kind of dead um, man switch that if you very don't, much yes. if you don't click a button yeah. at the end of every day, the system knows you've been fired and it releases the yeah. Uh, it's, you have to really because in in my line of work, there's a very high chance that if you do get fired, you will be immediately escorted from oh, the course, building and yeah. not allowed back in uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah, um, because you might have put horse porn on people's computers. Well, in a bare minimum. Yes. Um, so yeah, you have to you have to think ahead with these things. Of course. Um, so yeah, not being fired, but uh, am having to spend like a grand and a half more than I expected to on redecorating a bedroom. So swings a direct result of a restructuring meeting. Fucking yes. animals. But on the upside, having not been fired, I should be able to afford it. I find not getting fired is reasonably useful for the, the whole um, spending money on stuff. It makes a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I could have saved you a grand and a half. I have uh, a three-step plan. Does it involve wasps? It well, yeah, it's obviously because down. the wasps are the problem. Okay. First step. Get the wasps through the plastering. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's, even, that's genius. Yes, just do that. <laughs> even cheaper than Polish people. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because you Especially only have these days with the, pound, the pound in the toilet. Yeah. Well, you, there's a pound in your toilet. Yes. Is that the next okay, well, That's going to be another cost. You dropped a pound of something in your toilet. Mm. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks. Mm. Well, I think on that bombshell, we should probably play another sound effect and do an outro. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening to episode... Did we ever get to the bottom of what the episode number was? 172, nope. it says at the oh, top okay. of the page. But is that definitive? Yes, because 171 is the episode that I haven't edited yet, which is the one that should go out before this one. This is an excellent memory. Well done for your memory. Thank you. Um, Only because I went and checked because I couldn't remember what episode number it was when I came to set up the recording. Oh, I see. So you've done the research. Yes. Good. So if you like what you've heard, um, we don't have a Patreon, but you can send us a bottle of gin and we will share it out amongst ourselves. Or just cash in a brown paper bag. Um, I'd rather just cut out the middleman and get the gin. Mm. And what mm. what else would I spend cash on? It's fair. Um, yeah, if you liked it, I mean, I don't know, we could do a new sort of push to get new listeners, I suppose. Oh, I, I we, mean, ah, we potentially could have two new listeners. Well, we do have two new listeners in that two people have listened to at least one episode. Mm. Now, I mean, to be fair, our problem has not typically been getting new new listeners. It's been retention. It has been retention, yeah. I think mm. it's maybe premature to call them listeners rather than just people who have listened... It's an important distinction. ...and then thought better of it, because I think there's probably a significant number of them. Yeah. Um, but potentially Louise and Alan from Liverpool... Um, could be on the on the books. Okay, nice. Um, I mean, you know, understated reaction is probably fine. I yeah. don't want us to sound too needy. No. Well, yes, good point. However, I think you know times are desperate. Look, we've been doing this for five years now. How the yeah. fuck oh, are God, we going to yeah, make any money off this? Yeah, we do need to find. We we need. I mean, we're in the sort of very much in the Twitter position at the moment of of having a solid product, but not really having figured out the monetization strategy. Do we need to do an IPO? What's an IPO? Do we need to do one of them? That's a beer. It's not beer. I mean, the problem is, I think, I think an IPO allows other people to tell us what to do. Well, that would take a lot of the pressure off us. Yeah, yeah, we have to actually do is, it. You you need to uh, find a way of massively inflating the value of the product before you file for the IPO. I think that's going to need um, a erotic willy dance from Daniel. No. Just while I'm thinking about what how to do. <laughs> just for inspiration. Yeah, just to pass the time. I mean, you know, do you remember we we once wrote a script for a Scottish play of uh, edition of Funhouse. 
Mm. I mean, that's how much effort we used to put into this I, shit. I, yeah. I did a whole like thing introducing you to the wonders of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Yeah. Oh, and Jesus, it's, yes. Uh, and it's, it's uh, creative fandom. We did quizzes and all that. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Okay, do you know what we should do next week? We should go back into the Google Doc, find some of the... I think there's at least two scripts that we've written between us, and we should redo them now that we are more... Not competent, but less incompetent. Are we going to have any issues if Chris is not available? Uh, no, I think it will be better. <laughs> okay. So that's what we'll do. So, anyway, um, you know, feel free to... I mean, there is one person in particular who's been listening for nearly five years who... I oh know he has bought us gin. Fair play. Okay, that's yeah. fine. He bought us a seaweed one. I was yep. going to... Uh, there is one who has not bought us gin and actually owes Daniel a drink, so... He knows who he is. Does he? Yes. Dan doesn't know who he is. <laughs> okay. No, Dan has got five Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Alistair, can you please buy us some gin? Probably not, no, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think our outro from now on should just be the sound of squeaking train tracks. I could um, download a Hornby um, railway sounds soundtrack and just play it throughout the entire episode. I think we should just just play us out to Thomas Tank Okay, well I'll put in the lovely Thomas Tank Engine uh, original with, um what was it was it stop motion I suppose it was wasn't it? Yeah, it was would have been. Yeah. The old uh, the old school Thomas Tank Engine music. Uh say goodbye Daniel. Goodbye Daniel. Say goodbye Daniel Adam. Uh-huh. <laughs> goodbye Daniel. Adam. <laughs> Thank you.